Welcome back, students, to another course on the Iron Kingdom's lore with me, Professor Caster. Today, we are going to be continuing our lore on the war beast of the Circle Oberos. And these particular war beasts that we're going to be going over are the few war beasts that are actually created rather than grown or bred like many other war beasts in the Iron Kingdoms. So these guys are a little bit more unique, more construct than wild, giving them the unique ability not to frenzy if you give them too much force, but they don't usually have any way to clear any kind of fury that's too much in them, fogging their mind because, well, they're a construct, not a wild animal. The Circle Obros call these creatures wolds, W-O-L-D, and they have a whole bunch of variations of these guys made of stone and wood and rope tying these things together, usually with blood rituals and all sorts of stuff. If you listen to our course on the creation of War Beast for the Sickle Obros, we went over that in detail. Today we'll be discussing the smaller variations of these wolves, along with some interesting tidbits if I can find them. And before we begin, please like, subscribe, comment, let me know if there's anything else you would like to talk about outside of these particular factions we've been going on about. And a huge thank you to Private Jet Press for letting us read their phenomenal lore. And as always, let's begin. Alrighty, class. Well, the first wold that we're going to be talking about is the Wold White. And I have searched through the archives for any type of shreds of any kind of information on these creatures because I have seen them before. These giant totem-looking wolds. Well, when I say giant, they're giant compared to men, but they're pretty spindly because they're made out of bone and wood mostly. And they have the tendency to burst out into flames while they're around people. They like being on fire, but nobody else does, so I guess everybody else doesn't get their joke. However, I actually had to split some of my findings between, of course, what Private Press has about them, and then the Iron Kingdom's wiki. So, shout out to the Iron Kingdom's wiki. You guys are a lifesaver for some good old-fashioned lore. Alrighty, well, let's read what we found, shall we? From the Privateer Press's description of a wold, a wold white is a fiercely aggressive construct fabricated amid old rituals of the Circle Obros. It is an entity that hungers to destroy. While its blazing lanterns are fearsome weapons, their true purpose is to set the white ablaze. While afire, the white closes with the enemy to devour it in a sacrificial pier that consumes everything but the white stone heart which can be salvaged. It explains why these things like burning themselves out. Alright, well let's go find out what the Iron Kingdom's wiki says about these. The Iron Kingdom wiki, the World White is based on a totemic marker once used by the Devourer worshipping shamans to mark the territory of influential chieftains and were used to burn victims in ritualistic sacrifices to the worm. Black Clack adopted these totems as their own, giving them the life through blood sacrifice and arcane power. A wold white is animated by the magically infused stone heart marked with arcane runes at the center of the construct, which can be reclaimed and reused. These stones also infuse the wold white with a type of primitive hunger. In battle, the vines of the wold collect the fresh skulls and bones from the field to work onto its form. Yeah, these guys are pretty self-explanatory. They're like running up on people and they burst into flames. Everybody else bursts into flames. However, when they burst into flames, they like being on fire. They also have a lot of resistances to fire damage, so when they're on fire, they're not technically burning themselves, well, at least not much. And not only that, these guys are very protective of their casters that run around with them, so 
They're a good guy to have if, you, of course, you are part of the Circle Oberos Blackclad. And I've gone up against these guys a many a time, and my entire front line just burst into flames, and nobody enjoys that as much as the Wold apparently does. Because when it was on fire, it actually hits a lot harder and hits a lot more accurately than before it was caught into flame. Before it was caught into flame, it kind of reminds me of those little constructs that run around those stone stone pillars for the Circle Obros. You know, they look scary, but honestly, they, you know, they shoot pins and needles at you, which don't really do very much. But when a worldwide is on fire, I tell you, these guys are a dangerous threat and need to be extinguished as quickly as possible. Alrighty, let's go through some of the MK3 to MK4 changes on the world. And remarkably, there is none. Speed's still 6. Matt's still 5. Defense still 12. Arm's still 15. They still have Fire's Fury, which gives them all their bonuses when they're lit on fire. They still have Shield Guard, which allows them to protect you know anybody within 3 inches of them. And they still have their Animus Spontaneous Combustion, which lights themselves and every model within 2 inches on fire with the continuous fire effect. So, these guys are still the same. And let's move on. The Wold Watcher, Circle Light War Beast. Drawing upon the strength of stone, soil, and tree, the Wold Watchers defend sacred groves and screen the advancing armies of the Circle. It is impossible to doubt their power after witnessing them overcome their enemies with blasts of elemental energy that sunder the bodies in showers of blood and feed the hungry earth. A grove of trees then erupts from the foes with twitching flesh, tearing apart that remains to the victims in a plume of gore. Rolled up into a tight pile of easily overlooked stones, Wold Watchers are often placed to protect key territories in the forest. When triggered by the tread of intruders, they reveal their true form and call upon the power of nature to neutralize the interlopers. Blackclads who honor the ways of the earth can fashion them from many strong stones and other natural materials lashed together by ropes that have tasted blood. Into the stone the druids inscribe ancient runes imbuing the Wold Watchers with the power of Oberos and the spark of animation. Many druids prefer these versatile elemental constructs with larger counterparts, for they are easier to assemble and endlessly useful. Although the ropes used to make the Wold Watchers are not always wound from vines watered by the blood of sacrifices as they once were. The constructs still draw great power from the essence of life. Their strong connection to the earth allows them to cause a brief but dramatic explosion in plant growth and become nearly impervious simply by just standing still. I've gone up against these guys a many time in my fights against the Circle Obros when I was working alongside Kodor. I've seen them go into their, I think they call it stone form. Um, where they just stand still and they turn into almost like trying to damage a mountain. Their armor is the equivalent of what uh, Kodor's armor are, but in a lot smaller box. And I've seen men hit by their elemental striking cannons and get turned into entire new groves of trees made out of their blood and flesh. And that is terrifying and a horrifying way to go. So be on the lookout not to get hit with their elemental strikes if you can help it if you see them best try to take them out before they go into stone form most of the time by the time you see them it's already too late and not only do they have these two very very useful abilities they also have earth's blessing which 
can give the ability to, well, not move at all, like a mountain. Can't be knocked down, can't be pushed, can't be made stationary. They are immovable objects on the battlefield, thus protecting whatever is behind them. Alrighty, let's see some of the MK3 to MK4 changes on the Vold Watcher. And looks like there has been a lot to this model, most likely to make it more streamlined when you're playing it. Uh, speed's still 5, since this is a construct, he's not very quick. Although, they did increase his mat from 5 to 6, as well as his rat from 5 to 6. Uh, his defense is still the same, his armor went up to 18, and that is because he has lost his stone form in the Mark IV. He was actually given Dig In, which gives him cover, and you know allows him to get blast resistance, and does not block line of sight. And his weapons are with the new dual attack with Mark IV coming with the War Beast or War Jacks in general, or War Plural, I guess. Um, they have the ability to shoot while in melee, so this guy can have his gun shot in melee that causes fertilizer. And then both of his fists also cause fertilizer, giving him three different attacks that he can explode people into a forest with. Also, his Animus was changed from Earth Blessing. That would give him the ability to not be moved, pushed, or etc. But it gave him... Uh, his new one is Indomitable. Gives him Unyielding, which gives him a plus two arm against melee attacks. So, he doesn't have quite the same amount of armor he used to. But it makes him more of a melee guy as well, because now he can actually get in there and do some real melee attacks. Because most of the time, these guys usually shot over actually getting up into melee. So these guys are now unit killers. Great for that. Let's move on. Alrighty, we're coming on to Walt Word, Circle Light Warbeast. Of all the elemental constructs built by the Shaper of Stones, the Walt Word is the most overtly arcane. The druid designed the Walt Word to be a small but potent sentinel, calibrating every inch of its rune-covered surface to tap directly into the invisible lattice of ley lines surging beneath the soil. The Walt Word floats silently above the earth, its polished orbs are purely barrel, pulsing green like the wraithful eye. This glow can brighten in an instant to a blinding intensity just before the stone unleashes a deadly beam potent enough to sear flesh, melt iron, and end lives in a blaze of emerald fire. Few enemies of the circle have lived to tell the encounter of these unrelenting hunters, which were designed to strike down wielders of magic. It matters not if the foe lays claim to the occult mastery, priestly sanctity, or arcane strength, all fall before the merciless fire of the Woldwords. In ancient times, the Woldwords hunted traditionally bound Minite priests who burned anyone that manifested the wilding. The expanding battles of the Druids of Oberos have prompted the construction of more of these sentinels. Many blackclads value them as versatile tools against those who would dare contest the circle mastery of the wilderness. I've gone up against these guys many times as well. These guys are definitely magic user hunters or anybody who happens to have magic on them, such as a upkeep spell or an animus spell. These guys get bonuses trying to take them out because, well, they're hunting them. Um, very annoying. These guys float around. They have a unrelenting arcane cannon they shoot out of their little green eye. Uh, I usually try to like take these guys out quickly as most war beasts, especially if you're running a more magically entuned army with you. These guys are loving taking on enemy magic casters. These guys are almost, what do you call it, aiming for them? And when they say 
they're hunting you down. They're, they're not kidding. I've had one of these guys chase us through an entire battle just to try to get as close to the spellcasters or myself or my warjacks as they could. And unless you take them out, they just keep coming. They just keep following you down. And not only that, the original form of them at least used to cause all sorts of problems when you're trying to cast spells by almost blocking out the arcane energies that we would usually tap into, making it way more difficult for us to cast spells than it should be. Uh, but in battle, you know, every edge counts, so these guys are doing their job and we're just doing ours. Alright, let's see what the MK3 to MK4 versions of these guys do. Alrighty. It doesn't look like there's much of any difference. These guys are still a rat 6, still a defense 13, still an arm 16, still a speed 7, which is insanely fast. That's moving almost at elf speed. Um, they still have Steady, which means you can't knock them over because they don't care. Um, they still have Witch Hunter, which means anytime anybody tries to cast a spell within 10 of these little magic hunters, they get shot. Um, they still have Purgation, which if they are hunting someone with magic on them, they gain a bunch of bonuses to their die, both damage and attack. And they still have Arcane Suppression, which means anybody casting spells within 10 of this makes the spells cost one more as well as makes being able to maintain and upkeep spells double the cost which if you have two upkeep spells going that's four focus and that's a lot of focus to be thrown into two spells to keep them maintained so yeah this guy definitely controls magic users on the battlefield very easily even in his mark four system so yeah yeah don't want to be going up against this guy anytime soon alrighty class well that will do it for all the light War Beasts, or Construct War Beasts, the Wolds, or Circle Oberos. Um, next time, we are going to talk about their heavier Wolds, which are even more devastating than I've gone up against them multiple times as well. It's weird, I go up against Wolds way more than I go up against the War Beasts. Very confusing how that seems to happen. But, as always, please like, subscribe, comment, let me know how I'm doing, let me know if there's anybody else you want to hear talked about, and we can make a video on that. And as always, comments are great for our channel just because they allow me to interact with you guys outside of just, you know, yelling into the void as we do in these courses. So ask questions. It always helps. Love questions. Also, another shout out. Thank you, Privateer Press, for letting us read your phenomenal lore. Also, Iron Kingdom's Wiki, thank you for writing additional information on the World Whites. I don't know why my archives couldn't pull up with any books that we could read about them. But we got them anyway, so here we are. And thank you guys for listening to our podcast slash YouTube channel. Every view helps, and hopefully we're making something that you guys like to watch. And as always, class dismissed.